get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Welcome back to Carriker and Smallman here on 101 ESPN. Danny Mack and for Randy Carriker today. And let's head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and welcome in Jeffrey Chidea. He is the NFL senior columnist for NFL Network. You've seen him on NFL Network, certainly. And he has a great piece up at NFL.com right now outlining the Deshaun Watson extension with the Houston Texans. So we welcome in Jeffrey here now. Jeffrey, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. How are you? Oh, he is not here. <laughs> he dropped. But, Dan, that was a big news over the weekend. Deshaun Watson inking that four-year, $160 million contract extension with the Houston, Texas. $111 million guaranteed. $111 million guaranteed. And, uh, you know, pandemic isn't going to stop the National Football League. And you have to wonder about some of the other guys now that are up on the clock. And apparently, is Jeffrey with us? Okay, so... Set him up again, if you will. Sure. Je- Jeffrey, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Jeffrey, as we mentioned to our listeners, you have a great piece up at NFL.com right now outlining that new contract deal for Deshaun Watson with the Houston Texans. Four years, $160 million, $111 million guaranteed. And as you mentioned, Deshaun has always been one of those top-tier quarterbacks in the NFL. But do you think this contract just really solidifies his place in the NFL landscape? Well, I think it's helped bring a little more of that to him. You know, I think sometimes he gets the short thrift um, because uh, he lives, obviously came out in the same class as a guy who's dominating the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson just won the MVP. And, and a guy in his own state, Dak Prescott, certainly gets a lot of attention. But certainly I think people are understanding how special he is. You look at the way he's played, uh, the team he's played for, some of the issues they've had in the front office down there. and They've made the playoffs the last couple of years, won the AFC South. Um, he's a big reason for that. And one of the other things, Jeffrey, that you had in the piece that I thought was amazing, there was a ton of nuggets in there, was about Deshaun Watson's mental acuity, just the cer- the cerebral part of his game that he brings to the Texans. And you mentioned he actually spent some of his offseason play- playing chess so that he could sharpen himself mentally. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it was, uh, you know, I know his quarterback coach pretty well, Quincy Avery, and, and I asked him what, what he was doing, what Deshaun was doing in the offseason to, to stay sharp, and he said because they couldn't go into gyms, they decided to start playing chess, and there was a guy that they, they knew who was, I guess, a chess master or a chess expert that they recruited to help facilitate these games, but they would just play over Zoom, and then they would get together and look at film, and, and the way the Quincy Avery described it to me was that there's a lot of parallels between the moves you make on a chessboard and the moves you make as a quarterback. Um, even the way you, you move around the board, the way you play defense, the way you set your protections, the way you, who you protect, um, how you advance. So they actually, he actually go back and look at the film of Deshaun's games and look at how he made moves in those games and compare them to what he was doing on a chessboard and thought it was a really good way to, as you said, to boost Deshaun's mental acuity. NFL senior columnist, uh, NFL Network, Jeffrey Chahita is with us. And uh, I got to ask you, where do you think the NFL is as we get ready to kick this season off in terms of just generally speaking where the country is and the excitement around the game? Where where do you think we are right now? Well, I think there is a pretty high level of excitement. I think it helps that the NBA playoffs are going on, the NHL playoffs are going on. You guys obviously live in a city where you've seen 
so, so the downside of what could happen in baseball with the quarantines and things like that. But and I think the NFL knows those things probably going to happen in their sport. That is, unless you have a bubble, you're not going to be able to keep COVID nineteen from affecting your game. But but I do feel like when the NFL gets going, people tend to feel like the fall is starting. There's you know the things are going in the right direction, and, and I think the NFL is excited about that. Even though you're only going to have sixteen thousand fans at this game uh, between the Chiefs and the Texans, you got two great quarterbacks. You got a Super Bowl champion. You know it's going to be a high-scoring affair. So the entertainment value alone means a lot to people who, who care about sports. Jeffrey, one of the consistent storylines over the past few decades have been the New England Patriots in the NFL. But you've got a new guy under center in Cam Newton. What kind of fit do you think he's going to be with the Patriots? Well, I think so far it's been pretty pretty impressive um, what you've seen. You know, I, I was one of those people going into it who wondered, you know, how is Cam Newton going to deal with not being loved, not being uh, you know, uh, adored by teams and courted by all these people. And I think he's gone in with a very workmanlike attitude and decided he wants to prove to people that he's a legitimate player in this league still and that he can succeed in a place like New England for a coach like Bill Belichick. And, and it hats off to him for doing that. I, I think aside from all the colorful, you know, the behavior that he has shown over the last few years, Cam Newton is a really hard worker and he's really liked within the locker room that, that he's been in in Carolina. So, I think what you're seeing in, in New England is more of that and less of just the, the, the really eccentric side of it. Is Brady going to make it in Tampa Bay? I mean, is it legit or is this just kind of, you know, <laughs> uh, here we go again. What do you think? Well, I, I got to be at his first game, so I know there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on him. You know, we don't travel anywhere. We're going to that game to see him play <laughs> against New Orleans. So um, I'm going to find out firsthand. But, but I, you know, I was skeptical of that, too, because I think, you know, you talk about this off season, the amount of time teams have had to practice and be around each other. And, but Tom Brady pretty much was running his own show. Uh, he had his own COVID-19 protocols going on down there because he was going to his coach's house when he wasn't supposed to. And he was in the public parks when he wasn't supposed to be. And he was holding practices when he wasn't supposed to be. So I think it's, he's already shown this is his team. And, and I think they have enough talent down there and, and a, with a Super Bowl quarterback, maybe the best quarterback of all time playing for you. Uh, I think they're a playoff team. I think you look at the expanded postseason situation, I think they're going to be in the playoffs. And if they can get there by that point, they should have more continuity. Jeffrey, one of the teams that it seems like we always talk about, but they haven't have been in the spotlight as much this offseason is the Cleveland Browns. What do you expect out of Baker Mayfield and the Browns this season? And do you think not having so much of the spotlight on them might work in their favor? I think it helps. I think being a little more under the radar, having more doubters, less less people worshiping you. Um, I, I think they got – but first of all, I think they chose the wrong coach last year. Uh, when they went with Freddie Kitchen, that just set them up for failure. I have a lot of respect for Kevin Stefanski. Um, the job he did as a Minnesota Vikings offensive coordinator, he was a very good play caller, knew how to put people in the right positions to have success. So you start with that. I think they've got a better front office with Andrew Barry there, so they've got better people uh, on the field, more complimentary people. And, and as you just said, I think, I think the way their season turned out last year, they have a lot more motivation to come out and prove to people that they're a really good team. A lot of talent down there. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Odell Beckham Jr., Miles Garrett. They got as much talent as any team in the NFL. It's just a matter of putting it together. When you, you look at Kroenke's bill on this stadium, it's five to six billion dollars. Um, I'm not sure it could have gone any worse. Some fans yeah. in St. Louis that are listening are probably saying, "Okay, great." Um, what's yeah. the general consensus of what? I mean, the ne- the next thing that's got to happen is locusts. So, um, <laughs> w- you know, w- what do people think around the NFL of, of what just transpired with the NFL and and trying to make that thing happen in LA? Well, 
Well, I think it's, it's a mixed bag. I think you're right. It's, you know, they're supposed to be playing the Super Bowl there this year. So it's already, that's already a tragedy for the league. But look, I think they've, they've spent so many years, so many decades trying to get to LA that no matter how it's playing out, I think they feel like it's going to be good once it gets going. But, you know, look, I, I agree with you. Uh, just even watching Hard Knocks, it wasn't really that compelling of a show because of COVID. Um, you know, the construction got to push back. I, I know that that's, we're not happy about that, but it, it's, a, it's a heck of a stadium. We'll see how it plays out. But I can understand how people in St. Louis, you know, I live in Kansas City. I know how this feels. Uh, I know people in St. Louis could feel pretty pretty good about seeing Stan Kroenke suffer. Yeah, it's uh, it's entertainment for us, that's for sure, Jeffrey. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a pro sport there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. That's right. Great stuff, Jeffrey. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And we will encourage everyone to head to NFL.com and read that outstanding piece that you had about Deshaun Watson. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Thank you. That is Jeffrey Chadia from NFL Network. Again, he's an NFL senior columnist. You can follow him on Twitter at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-I, Chadia, C-H-A-D-I-H-A. And again, great piece on NFL.com about Deshaun Watson. Coming up next here on Carriker and Smallman with Danny Mack and for Randy Carriker today, we are going to continue to celebrate the life and the career of the great Lou Brock and talk to Ozzie Smith. He's with us next here on 101 ESPN.